Three, two, one. Start. Okay. Is that what we do? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good pre-show. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. I mean, we've pre-gamed the show before. <laughs> yeah, those always turn out well. Yeah. <laughs> so, is this the show? Uh, let me check the other uh, notes here and see if there's anything else. How long I mean, ago did the show start? What's that? How long ago did the show start? Oh, no, this is not the show. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Follow up. Do not remove Kirk Cousins. <laughs> We're going to get to it. Instead of um, instead of having that be under follow-up, I should just have a H1 that's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that's true. What Kirk Cousins topic are we going to talk about this week? <laughs> this week in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, exactly. Da, 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 da. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. I mean, we don't need to have a long show. No, I don't think we're going to. Keep it to a nice, tight 45 minutes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. Nice, tight uh, 98 minutes. <laughs> I like short shows. So eight minutes, very interesting so far. Is that because the show hasn't started yet? So no, no, no. this you is have the high show. Hopes? This is the show. <laughs> All right. So since we started, then what? Uh, what do you got in the cup tonight? Powered and water. That's M- it. Mixed, yeah. That's it. Oh man, that's really disappointing. I opened a new beer just for the show. The uh, pump kick's still in the fridge. I can go get it. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> it is pump kick. That's a good follow up. I did check. It's pump kick. So, uh, so for the record, then we have power and water, and we could put pump kick back into the uh, footnotes of the drink, but we could just put in parentheses "not drinking," <laughs> mentioned but not drinking. Honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Well, I have Powerade as well, yellow Powerade, on the rocks. Uh, why the long face? <laughs> Powerade on the rocks. Yeah, well, it's not cold, and uh, I like I like it really cold. So I put, I mean, how's that any different than diluting it with water? Honestly, <laughs> you give it a face like, oh my god, water and power it, and you're drinking water and power it. <laughs> oh, oh man, but at least mine is consistently flavored throughout the duration of my drinking experience. It's the same level of diluted the whole time. As the ice melts, you're flavor is changing i do find it a bit annoying when i get to the end and it's mostly water and not not so much powerade but uh when i put ice in it i tend to power through it pretty quick um along with my yellow powerade i do also have a indeed midnight rider which is uh one of my go-tos lately you ever had this no it's uh it's dark it's beautiful uh I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I got it on tap uh, a couple couple places, and then I saw it at, at Total Wine in the cans with a super annoying uh, six-pack yeah. break-off and shake your beer up as much as you possibly can. Those super tops. annoying, environmentally friendly can toppers. So are they environmentally friendly because you can recycle them? Is that the idea? Right, and I think uh, you 
you can throw them in the river and a fish can't swim through it and get stuck. Oh, I cut mine up. Do you cut yours up? The Well, I only the... buy cans that come in environmentally <laughs> friendly can toppers. Right. That I'm trying to th- I'm trying to remember what I buy. I, I I buy something every once in a while that comes in the uh oh, the um Surly. Surly has the four packs and they come in the like the old the old school plastic rip it rip it out of the thing rather than you know shake it up like a champagne bottle tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the four pack tall boys that I buy are bodies and those just come in a box, so mm. Yep. That breaks down yep. you know, faster. Yeah, so Indeed is a Minneapolis brewery. I think like all the microbreweries are doing those those uh annoying tops. Probably. They must cost they must cost a lot to make compared to those other plastic ones. But they recycle them. Who yeah, they they don't recycle them though. Like I put them in my recycling. It's not like somebody's sifting through it and bringing them back to Indeed and if they are, that's kind of gross cuz it's not, like right on the top of the bottle. No, but whoever's sifting through them and recycling them you know, they don't they're not full cost every time. Could know, they just make know. like a could they just make like a biodegradable six what do you what would you even call those things that hold the six packs together? Can topper. No, 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 like the the old school ones, like the oh. the plastic ones. Yeah, I don't know. Can plastic can holder? I don't know. Yeah, so uh biodegradable like cardboard, why don't they just make a box? Well, yeah, I was thinking that too, but it would be weird to get like cans in a box that was a six pack or you mean like a flat box like a like you get a 12 pack i mean like, get like soda yeah 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 here you go so saltwater brewery creates edible six pack rings that's what we need edible rings on six packs feed marine life if they end up in the water this sounds like a much better option to me than shaking up your beer that makes way more sense the edible part makes way more sense like <laughs> How how many of the beers do you need to drink before you want to eat those? <laughs> I don't know if it's edible by you. I think it's edible by the fish. Well, yeah, that's now it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think we've I think we're onto something here. We should make uh, we should make six pack rings that are made out of Doritos. It seems brittle. You have two. Well, yeah, they have to be like a special type of burrito. <laughs> burrito. <laughs> that would work. That'll work. You can make it out of like a tortilla, right? Something, something, so that after two beers you get hungry enough to eat it, um, and you're not eating fish food. This really spiraled. Quickly. Yeah, this is this is interesting though. I'm I'm totally on board with these edible six pack rings. I think these are much better than than shake 'em up plastic top six pack rings. So I'm gonna put these in the show notes and. Let's all try to buy Saltwater Brewery in Delray Beach, Florida. Next time you're in Florida, bring us uh, bring us home a couple six packs of Screamin' Reels IPA. Where is Delray Beach? I don't know. Uh, that is a very good question. I've heard of it before. <laughs> That's helpful. Delray. East Coast, West Coast. I'm thinking East Coast. I'm thinking East Coast, too. Delray Beach. It appears to be East Coast. It's right by King's Point. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thanks, Matt. I don't know why my internet's so slow. Maybe because we're on a video chat, but (laughs) this is... (laughs) 
This does not make yeah. for good radio. So uh, yeah, it's just north of Fort Lauderdale. So I'll check. I'll check for some Monday. What's it called? Yeah, perfect. It is called Saltwater Brewery. Saltwater Brewery. All right, I'll I'll try to seek some out next week. That is awesome. We have so we have follow up and homework. Oh no, I hate homework. <laughs> Not very good at it. Uh, so my Powerade uh, is brought to you by Instacart because they just brought it to me today. It was like, great. Have you bought this before? Yes. Do you want more? Yes, I do. And they brought it to me. How much are you getting Powerades for on Instacart? Same thing that I get them for at Cub. Like it's a pass-through price. And then what's the what? Then what's the delivery charge on that? It's zero dollars if you sign up for a yearly subscription to Instacart, which is one hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it's like five ninety nine if your order is over thirty five dollars. I think it's five ninety nine per stop. So if you have them go to more than one store, it would be five ninety nine, and you'd have to have thirty five dollar orders from each of them. Oh, it's it's five. It's it's a charge if it's under a certain amount. Uh, it's over no, a certain it's amount. a it's a higher charge if it's under a certain amount. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because you're like wasting their time. It's like a short cab ride. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, because you're getting all of the overhead of them having to deliver it to you, so they just add to it. But yeah, do they do like the uh, coupons then when they go to Cub? Maybe. Because I just got 10 Powerades from Cub for a dollar a piece. Yeah. They're usually, they're never more than a dollar. Sometimes they're 89 cents. And you just, and you just stick with the orange? Because you do it with the water? Well, I actually ordered a purple one today, and I was just going to drink that straight <laughs> up, and he didn't bring it. You know what's funny about, I was just thinking about that. Uh, so we had that, we had a whiskey tasting, was it last, two Sundays ago? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's two Sundays ago, and... When I remember when I was leaving your house, getting in my lift. I find that you, hard to believe. <laughs> I don't remember much. I remember that. You said, do you want an orange or a purple Powerade? And I said purple. And then I took one drink in the cabin. I'm like, oh, I, I hate grape. <laughs> I don't know why I picked purple. I can't stand purple Powerade. Man, that was disappointing. That was my only purple. Uh, I, I can't believe I didn't take the orange. The orange would have been so much better. The orange is good. It's better with uh, equal parts water. All right, so moving right along into follow up, uh, tell me about your earpods. What's uh, what what what's your headphone strategy? So um, apparently, my headphone strategy is bring them with me, leave them places. Oh no! So uh, do you remember yesterday afternoon following <laughs> yes. the board meeting? When I uh, reached into my pocket and was like, huh, that's weird. Don't know where my headphones are. Don't know where my headphones went. When was the last time you had them? Uh, during my hour and a half car ride uh, for that 15 miles in the rain to get to the meeting. So they're still lost? Like they're not in your car? They're not in my car, they're not in my bag, they're not in my clothes. They are either in the parking lot or the conference room. 
I could probably help you with the conference room. Um, however, <laughs> would they just fall out of your pocket or what? Oh, but hold on. So, but we're talking, these aren't your like, these aren't the wireless ones no. that you had and then you gave back and then did you get new ones yet? These are my, uh, lightning bolt. Earbuds. Earbuds. Right. Okay. Not earbuds. Earbuds. Uh, no. Earpods. No, earbuds. No, right? wait. No, the earbuds are the old shape, the earpods are the new shape, and the airpods are the wireless. Right? Can you verify that? I thought they still called them earbuds. I call them earpods. Well, and that's, they couldn't call them airbuds, because that's already taken. I'll look for a sound effect. <laughs> Was that a sad trombone? Yes. Uh, earpods. I've got them earpods. Whatever the current version of wired Apple headphones are that have a lightning bolt instead of a headphone jack connector. The reason I'm using those is because I lost... Well, okay, the reason I'm using those is because they have a uh, remote on the wire. Because I lost... Nope. I broke the headphones that I had to buy in the airport in Florida to replace my previous EarPods with a headphone jack that I lost while in Florida. <laughs> See, all this to me sounds like you should just be walking around... With a little case of floss in your pocket like I am all the time. No wires. Nothing to break. Those things are... <laughs> easy to sink. Impossible to break. Impossible to lose. No downsides whatsoever. Well, let me throw out a downside for you. The Each of the three pair of headphones that I just lost had a leash. Well, okay. I lost two of them. I broke one of them. The ones I broke, I broke because they had a wire. So the wire got caught, and the left ear phone stopped working, and on those, the remote was on the left. <laughs> now, the two that I lost had a nice, long leash, and I still lost them. How do you, how do you lose headphones out of your pocket? Well, they were, I probably didn't have them in my pocket while I was driving. So... Or I pulled my phone out of my pocket in the conference room and they fell out. Hmm. You put your headphones in the same pocket as your phone? I put my headphones in my pocket. Sometimes my phone ends up in that pocket. Hold on, so you don't put your phone in the same pocket all the time? Well, I usually put my phone in my back right pocket. Not when I sit down. Oh, you're a back pocket guy. Okay. I'm, I'm a front left all the time. Yeah, I don't always put it in the same pocket. It depends on where the wire to my headphones is. <laughs> I just can't relate to the to this wired life that you live in. <laughs> Except for right now when I try to go to my new bookshelf and I'm I'm tethered to my microphone. I'm living a terrible lifestyle. I have my Bose headphones with a wire that I have to worry about charging the battery. And my wireless headphones that I try to use, but find it difficult because when I have them on, I 
can't hear anything, including when my computer rings, if they're paired with my phone. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, so the wireless ones, so you sent them back and then they gave you new ones? Yeah, so I sent the broken ones back. The ones that I got in return do not seem to be broken. They actually seem to work pretty well. There's just some quirks about them that really bother me. Some some of which could just be the Bluetoothiness of them. Like you mean just like the standard Bluetooth 2.0-ness of them. Right. Yeah. And the fact that they have no interface. So it's just trying to figure out how to use three buttons with a series of Morse code taps to make them do things. Have you said what the brand of those are? I don't know. What are they called? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Braggy, the headphone. Not Braggy, the dash, which is one of my major complaints, is if you try to Google help, all you get is the dash. And the dash is basically a headphone with a built-in personal assistant. And the headphone is basically without the personal assistant. It's B-R-A-G-I. Oh, B that's exactly how I would spell it, too. Right. Braggy. All right. So. Good luck to those guys. Technically, I would say that they have good customer service. Well, that's good. Other than the fact that they seem to have a 14-day return policy. It's a little tight. Yes. 14 days, is that like 25 charge cycles? Uh, no. Uh, because once you charge them, once you put them in the charger for the day, they don't come back out. <laughs> oh, they're slow? Well, no, they're not. It's just, it's not worth it. <laughs> usually. So. <laughs> I feel like the more we I've talk. Already, <laughs> by then, I've already plugged in my earbuds. <laughs> and I'm not going to take those out and replace them at that point. We should move on. The more we talk about headphones, the more like depressed your voice sounds. <laughs> no, they're they're fine. They worked really good for running. Plus, I can change the volume on them and skip tracks and skip forward and back. So you know, I can pause mine. <laughs> Actually, I use my watch a lot for. Uh, pausing, changing the volume. Um, I have my... We usually listen to podcasts now when we're eating dinner. I I just plug in my phone to the Bose thing that I have because the Bose thing I have isn't Bluetooth. Um, so I can be at the dinner table and then when baby starts crying, pause. Baby stops crying, unpause. <laughs> uh, so it's, you know, it's almost like I have a Bluetooth uh, audio player, but actually my phone is plugged into it. And I'm using my watch to control my phone across the room. <laughs> that's a, that's sad. <laughs> I'm sad now. I don't use my watch to control my phone at all. I use the remote on my wire. <laughs> all right. So, have you decided what you're going to do with with your? Um... So it says uh, Bluetooth headphone setup for next show. Well, I figure we're going to go do a review on these at some point, right? Or are we just going to do it in bits and pieces? 
and let everybody listen to 10 full episodes to get the whole review. Well, everybody knows to turn off the show after follow-up anyways. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't start to get good until the third drink. <laughs> right. I guess we could do a we could do a review show. I've said pretty much all I've all I, all I need to say about the uh, AirPods, though. But you you could you could interview me about them, and I could keep telling you how much I like them. Yeah, at this point, you're right. I think we've talked about them enough that we probably don't need to do that. So, and nobody cares. <laughs> There's that part. There's always going to be that part. That's true. Um, much unlike the rest of our topics. <laughs> So, uh, last week, last show, (laughs) (laughs) that was funny. We, we talked a little bit about, uh, working from home and how I, I was having trouble working from my office. And so I decided that I was going to make it more difficult (laughs) and soon I'm going to be trying to figure out how to work from home. Without even having an office. <laughs> so, that's going to be fun. I'm going to take over a small corner of the basement, probably. And get rid of my chair. Because don't want that down there. And get a sit-stand convertible desk. Okay. With a uh, stool that I can throw in the laundry room when I'm not using it. So, what's the... Uh... What's the thought behind getting rid of the extra bedroom completely versus just like getting a pull-out couch in the basement? So we're keeping the guest room. Guest room has a bed. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, why do you need a guest room with a bed versus just like a pull-out couch in the basement? Well, in fact, the couch in the basement is more comfortable than the guest bed. (laughs) Um, but the guest bedroom already is a two or three use room for us. Okay. So there's no good answer. (laughs) There's just no good answer. Uh, it's, it's a room that's already set up. It's a guest room. It's Emma's office. It's a staging area in the morning when people are getting ready to go to work. Um, and so having to convert my office just seems to make more sense. So what's your what's your TV situation going to be down there then? 60 inches. Just the one? Just the one. What are you going to do with the current setup? I've proposed leaving them where they are. <laughs> I think the baby would enjoy that. Yeah, well, you know, nothing like diaper changing with two different things on TV and <laughs> well, you're going to get up at two in the morning and you got to sit there and do whatever the hell you got to do with a baby. I don't really know. Don't you want a TV? That's true. Or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least one, one would be good. And you might as well have the other one up. I mean, if you have the other one, at least you have like Twitterific on it or something. Or what's the, which one do you have on there? You have the one with all the different tweet lists, deck, right? Tweet deck. Yeah. You still use that on your TV? Uh, we can talk about that in, in like, a topic. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, but, so, yeah. So, uh, sit-stand desk with a stool. Uh, 60-inch TV will be nearby. 
Um, plus, it's not like I don't have an iPad and a 27-inch iMac on my desk while I'm working on my MacBook Pro or MacBook Air. That's true. It's nice to have a room where I can sit down and watch TV even when I'm not working. That's just not going to be the case anymore. Uh, I'm just a little more concerned about getting actually getting work done. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how well it works or we'll move. Well, there's always that possibility. I wonder if... Uh... I wonder if you'll feel like more cooped up down there and not like, I don't know. I, I think it's just, uh, I really like to have like the dedicated space and I'm, I'm sure you do too. I think I'll prefer the dedicated space. Like I, I come in my office a lot right now after the workday's over. Yeah. It usually ends up extending the workday, but it's nice to just be able to go in and watch the Yankees game and another game. At the same time, I'll still be able to do that. Uh, just one will be on an iPad, uh, and we'll just have to put the TVs aside until we move, which is getting closer and closer. <laughs> well, we'll probably have a follow up on that in uh, two shows or so when the baby comes. Ah, we're more frequent than that. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. Well, good luck with that, and. Yeah, I, I mean, you obviously have to get the uh, the room set up before before the whole thing happens. So you're probably on like a six month timeline of losing your office, huh? Yeah, like uh, four yeah. and a half, probably. Yeah. Well, you'll have some time to try it, and if it doesn't work out, then you could just set that bed on fire in the other room and claim that as your office. All right, the show. The show. What are we going to talk about tonight? So, uh, a bit of news. Uh, we are officially listed on the iTunes directory. Save it for the pod. Uh, I didn't really realize that... <laughs> it's no longer the iTunes directory. They changed it. They changed it today. It's the Apple Podcast directory. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They like literally changed it today? They literally changed it in the last 24 hours. Wow, because I signed... Hours. I signed into iTunes Connect this morning to verify that we were approved because apparently there's an approval process. Um, and I did not realize that they call it the Apple Podcast Directory. Well, we are on the Apple Podcast Directory. Oh, I don't know if they've converted everything over, but they uh, they have rebranded iTunes Podcasts to Apple Podcasts. So the iTunes Podcast Directory is now Apple Podcasts. Huh. Well, we still recommend listening to us on Overcast at at least 1.5 times uh, speed. <laughs> but if you want to find us on iTunes, you'll find us on iTunes as well. So, um, at, you know, the first four, was it the first four shows probably? I was doing the RSS feed by hand <laughs> for every show. Um, and I think after the fifth episode or maybe the sixth um, set up, uh, WordPress with a plugin to kind of automate that stuff. And with all that comes all the iTunes tags. So I kind of just figured that we'd be in iTunes just by virtue of that. I don't know if they like crawl the internet like Google or something looking for podcasts, but apparently not. <laughs> so uh, you have to submit your podcast to iTunes uh, pretty much right away. They download uh, the last three episodes is what I noticed. And um, 
they say it takes about 24 hours. I don't actually know how long it took because I didn't check it for like a week. Uh, but sure enough, we're on the iTunes, we're on the Apple podcast directory, <laughs> uh, starting at least now. So, uh, give us five stars on Apple podcast directory. <laughs> it just has a, has a ring to it. I heard you say that you're, you're doing a 1.5 speed on overcast. No, I'm just saying at least 1.5 speed. Is that what you're doing? Uh, I'm, uh, it depends on the podcast, but I'm typically one or two clicks from two. Okay. I have pretty much, um, converted probably 95% to as far as it goes. (laughs) I, I can go up to two. And I start, I start having to concentrate a little bit more, um, but I've kind of kept it down a little bit because every time I'm in the car with uh, Sandra, she makes me turn it down to about one and a half, anyways. So I just don't like switching it back and forth all the time. So I do have custom speeds for most of the podcasts. Uh, so like all the tech ones that I listen to are a little bit faster because she doesn't listen to those. But most of like the crossover ones that. I actually I just built a whole bunch of smart playlists. I just kind of like reorganized my whole overcast. So I have like a family playlist now that we play in the car. I have a politics one, a tech one, a priority one, so that I have like when I wake up in the morning I have the ones that I want all just up on the top in one place that I listen to pretty much every day. Um so yeah, I, I have speeds going all over the place. But it's it's at least one and a half up to almost two, but not not quite two. I'm not quite to that level yet. Well, the more you listen to a show and the more you're familiar with the voices and the talking patterns of the hosts, it's easier to listen to faster. If you listen to a show that has guests on it every week, that makes it a little more difficult, especially if they have an accent. So I just delete those. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. But um, even if I listen to a regular host who has an accent or English is their second language, so you can tell they're Italian or British, um... I don't need to slow it down for them anymore, which is good because apparently the amount of audio content that I listen to is absurd. Uh, I don't know that this is accurate based on the speed that I listen to, but the smart speed option on Overcast, uh, they track how much time you save by skipping silence, and mine is 403 hours, but... I wonder if that's real-time 403 hours or if they know that by condensing down by 60%, if I was listening to it at one time speed, I would have saved four seconds. But if I'm listening to it at two times speed, I wouldn't have saved four seconds. So I don't know how they figure that out. That's uh, that's impressive. Um, I'm trying to remember where that is in here. Settings? Yep. Scroll down. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so I'm only at 50 hours. But what it says is beyond your speed adjustments. Right. So it's supposed to be just taking smart smart speed into account, but does it take smart speed end? So like if I have a 10-second savings at one time speed, is it only counting five seconds if I'm listening to it at two times speed? That's a great question. I, I would think that it's 10 seconds, but... Especially because your number is so high, it's just it's like almost impossible for it to only be five seconds. And, and 10 seconds is a lot of pause. Like, that's a long pause. 
there are people who have hundreds of hours more than I do. As, I'm sure. As has been reported on other shows, such as ATP and Upgrade. When did they talk about an ATP? Just recently? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he should have a lot of time. He tests it. His automated tests probably probably do all that. Yeah, I just don't believe that he has automated tests. I know for a fact that he doesn't. <laughs> he's, very, he's very proud of not having them. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some uh, errors with it, though. With, uh, oh, really? With 3.0? Yeah. But they're weird. And uh, the one thing I really don't like is the UI. When you go to drag something, it changes the wrap on other episodes. So you'll see a letter jump between lines. When you do what? Oh, 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 when you like... When you go to drag an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're in like an all queue and you basically like pop an episode, depending on certain scenarios, uh, other episodes change how they're being displayed. Yeah, so I got like, um, I have a bunch of podcasts here, and this one says weekly roundup Thursday, March 2, and the 2 is on the, the second line, it like word wraps. And if I click the handles on a podcast way lower in the list, the one up on the top of the list, uh, the 2 jumps up to the, the top of the, the first line. Right. Huh, that's goofy. I suppose because the handle isn't active anymore on the one that I'm not dragging or something. But, uh, yeah, real-time debugging somebody else's app. <laughs> Good radio. <laughs> How do I... I didn't mark when we went off the rails. <laughs> so I uh, so I upgraded to Overcast, like, 3 right when it came out. And that's the very first thing I noticed, too. And then they talked about it on, on ATP. And, right, Syracuse is like, why can't you just... Why can't you just do both? And he's like, you know, I never thought about that. Yeah. And I'm like, literally, that is the first thing that I thought about. Well, I uh, I disagree quite a bit with Marco's user experience changes. Um, not being able to just one one clip, tap, one tap to play. You added a whole extra tap for me to be able to play from the playlist screen. I'm still he's, getting used to that one. He's gone very vehemently against that. And I just could not disagree with it more. Yeah. Um, it's more dangerous when I'm driving trying to pick a podcast because now I have to find the little tiny play button. It's a good point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where we went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so staying with the, the Apple theme, um, moving on from what what I thought we still called iTunes, but apparently I'm you know, way behind now on the times and it's, it's called, I, I can't even say it. Like I can't even say it with a straight face, Apple podcast directory. Um, I think it's time for me to get a new keyboard. I think I'm, I think I'm ready to, uh, to ditch the keyboard that I got with my Mac mini up on the, up on the junk shelf and, uh, and switch to the new magic keyboard. So what I'm wondering is, um, like, is it a terrible time to buy a new magic keyboard? Because you're worried about the the touch display, what's it called? The yeah, the touch bar or just bar. anything. Like I guess I'm worried about them updating it with an iMac Pro. So if they come out with an iMac Pro, like let's say WWDC or in the summer or even in September, like 
Do I have to buy another one in well, six months? They're not going to make a Mac Pro this year. No, no, no. Uh, iMac Pro. Ah, uh, the iMac Pro. So, outside of the touch bar, which from all accounts is a miserable failure, <laughs> and by from all accounts I mean Apple, who have said that when they introduced the MacBook Pro with the touch bar, the order number of refurbished Macs that don't have the touch bar went through the roof. Hmm. And they're surprised by the reaction, both in sales numbers and in the press. Um, I'm not sure that a touch bar is enough to make me do anything because if the people, if the developers don't believe it's useful, they're not going to develop hooks into their app to make it useful. Therefore, it's just like a death spiral. Yeah, well, the the thing I'm mostly concerned about with the touch bar is how expensive it might be. Like, I don't want to buy a $350 keyboard, right? And if you just look at the price of the MacBook Pros and how much they went up, and if you extrapolate that into a keyboard, like, if that's if it just went up by what they think the, the touch bar costs or what kind of margin they want to get out of the touch bar, um, that gets to be a pretty expensive keyboard for something that, yeah, like, right now is probably not much more than a gimmick and depending on developer, you know, who actually adopts it, it may become useful or it may not. And it's looking like not is maybe winning right now. But I mean, what else would they come out with on a keyboard? I don't know. I mean, I, I think the, the one thing that I, mine is acting up. So I think it's, it's probably time to get a new one anyways. Like it's, I turn I turn it on and I push a key and then my screen just like fills up with that key. Like I'm holding the key down and I have to like physically take the batteries out of it <laughs> and put batteries back in it. And then it, then it works fine. Um, and I'm just kind of tired of like, I'm over wires now. I'm kind of over like double A batteries. Like I, I think I want to get like double A batteries mostly out of my life. Well, so yeah, I I was just gonna make the same comment since my iMac is from two thousand nine. I have a keyboard from two thousand nine, and still got batteries in it. The trackpad that I have is much nicer. Being able to plug the lightning cable into it every so often, give it a full charge, and then move on. Um, the only thing that I would really love, and I have to probably be the only one would be to make a quick switch option for my Bluetooth connection so that I can jump back and forth from my iMac to my MacBook from the keyboard with a button press. Mm. Sort of like what I would like to do with my headphones. So they did release a chip that allows that to work for the headphones. Could they put that into a keyboard? And give you a, basically a, well, and with a touch bar, you touch can just bar, select yeah. your, your source. Yeah. I don't think that's a very, going to be a very popular, I don't know. I guess there's probably quite a few people that have two Macs on their desk. Not, not enough to make a difference, but there's probably a decent number. There's enough people that have an iPad on their desk. That's true. And that could then go with a iPad announcement that would maybe make sense even to go with an iPad announcement 
And if you actually Google for Magic Keyboard, like if you wanted to see how much they cost or something, uh, the first result is the Apple website, and the keyboards are under iPad, iPad accessories. Wait, the Magic Keyboard is? I think it's under Mac accessories, isn't it? The first result on Google for Magic Keyboard, for me and my Google, it was under iPad, iPad accessories. I think they probably go to the same place. Magic Keyboard. Yeah, me too. So, that would be... I still wouldn't want the... I still wouldn't want the touch bar, but if it allowed me to switch input sources, I could get behind it, but not for 250 bucks. Although, it is about time I replaced my perfectly good keyboard. <laughs> Honestly, like I, when I, uh, when I work outside of my office, I generally take my keyboard and my mouse and my Roost laptop stand, um, just cause it's a little bit easier on my back. Um, and so I put my keyboard in my bag and there's no off switch on those keyboards. Like if you push the power button, all the power button does is it tries to, to pair to your computer. There's no way to turn it off. So I have to take the batteries out or else it like drains the batteries I've noticed. Um, and if I don't take the batteries out and I just pull my laptop out quick to like bang something out on the keyboard, well, inevitably something in my bag is going to be holding down a key. So the key, the keyboards in my bag, like banging away on my keys when I'm trying to use my laptop. So I have to take the batteries out. I have to carry spare batteries with me. Uh, it's just, it's like, I'm over it. <laughs> so I guess I don't think there's anything that Apple could do other than, you know, something that we haven't even thought of that would make me regret buying a keyboard now if they came out with something in September. Colors. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think colors would make a difference. <laughs> You're not going to be upset if you buy one now and then they come out with a space gray keyboard? Uh, if it's if it's new MacBook Pro space gray, I'd consider buying one. But if it's um, old iPhone space gray that's actually just dark silver, I'd skip it. Colors? I would get a different color keyboard and I would get a keyboard that allowed me to switch sources. <laughs> those are those are your two demands in the keyboard world a switch source button and right well only um, because the lightning charging is ubiquitous at this point yeah i'm still you know i'm looking at the the magic mouse 2 right? the magic mouse 2 as well um again because it it uh, doesn't have batteries in it um my magic mouse works pretty well and it does have an off switch which is nice but I'm just tired of batteries. So I do kind of want one of those as well, but the charging thing is still just in the stupidest spot. You know, it's underneath, it's right by the laser. So you can't use it when it's plugged in. What is this, the 90s? You don't need to use it while it's plugged in. How fast does it charge? Well, I know it charges super fast, but it's still, it's just like a mental barrier. It's like, why is it right there? Why couldn't they put it? I guess there's no other place to put it. Like they could have put it on the side. Because then you'd see it. Well, yeah, I guess. And then it wouldn't be so magic, would it? It wouldn't. You're right. I personally have not used my mouse once since I bought the trackpad. And that makes sense to me because 
when I travel with my laptop, I don't always have, I wouldn't always have a mouse. Even if I brought my mouse with me everywhere, uh, if I'm in an airport or on a plane, I'm not taking my mouse out, so I'm going to use the trackpad. And then all of a sudden I have different gestures. So I might as well just use a trackpad when I work on my iMac also. It's basically the same, everything's the same then. You know, I really like the trackpad on my laptop underneath my, like by my thumbs. Not that I use my thumbs, but like underneath my my palms where my where I type on my keyboard. I don't like the trackpad so much like on the right-hand side when I use it. Like, like where your mouse trackpad. would be? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I want it. I just, I, I, I find that I'm just way more precise with a mouse than I am with uh, a trackpad if it's, if it's in that position. I don't know why. It's just I'm way more productive with my mouse than I ever was with my trackpad. Well, I really only use my trackpad for gestures. I mean, when I'm on a screen, like jumping between apps, well, <laughs> in full screen apps, I use my trackpad because I have the four finger swipe. But if they're on the same space, then I usually just tab around. Yeah, I guess I do a lot of like. Um, or a spotlight. I, I do a lot of like developer tools things where I'm like clicking on a certain thing on a web page to see you know, where that is in the code or what React node that is or, you know, things like that. And so you have to be kind of precise on some of that stuff or, you know, checking the CSS properties on something. And I don't know, I just, I find that I'm not as, I'm not as fluent with the trackpad as, as I ever am with the mouse. I, yeah, that's completely the opposite of me. I have mm -hmm. my sensitivity up and I feel like I can get exactly where I need to just by touch. Maybe I have, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of batteries and trackpads, my trackpad just ran out of batteries, <laughs> so now I have to use my mouse for the rest of the uh, rest of the show. <laughs> Damn it! Wait, you have, have batteries in your trackpad? Yeah, I have the trackpad one. Oh man! I know, I'm, but I'm not going to buy a new trackpad because I just—I mean, I use it sometimes. I just—I just prefer not to use it. You know, I think if they come out with a new keyboard with the iMac Pro. The iMac Pro would probably have to come in colors. I'd probably just replace my keyboard with an iMac Pro. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Replace Why replace a perfectly good keyboard with a newer keyboard when I can replace a perfectly good iMac with a newer iMac? Would you buy an iMac Pro? I think that you'd just probably buy a 5K iMac, right? I mean, either way, it's unnecessary. <laughs> right. So what's, I I don't know like uh, I bought an iPad Pro. Yeah, I think that's the right iPad to buy though. I don't I don't know you know if they made a 5K iMac in uh, red. <laughs> yeah. Where I could hide it down in my little corner in the basement. Only if it had a white front or. No, you can't have a white front with a black screen. <laughs> Who would design something like that? It's crazy. Okay. You want me to introduce the topic and then I assuming that you might have some stuff to say on this? It's your topic, right? I guess. I didn't add well, it. Well, my topic was backblaze. You added slash backup. So I figured you wanted to expound on the backup part of it. Did I add Dropbox too? No, I added that because I figured that that's where the conversation was going to go. <laughs> I was leading the witness. Well, I was just maybe categorizing what Backblaze was. 
Um, well, this could be really short, or we could talk about our backup strategies. So back, please. Yeah, well, actually, I figured it'd be nice to start having ads on the show. So we already pitched Instacart in the drinks of the moment. And uh, so I thought I'd throw down for uh, Backblaze. Uh, I was up at my parents' place this weekend. And my mom, you know, every time I'm up there, I'm sure it's the same every time you talk to your mom or uh, whenever you visit your mom or your mom visits you. You know, we are the quote-unquote IT guys. So anytime... I no, dropped, I dropped that title a long time ago. Oh, okay. For everybody, like, what about like for Jerry? Does he like bring IT stuff to you? He doesn't have IT problems. <laughs> okay. Because he doesn't use IT, or because he's savvy. He's got an iPad. Oh, well, fair and enough. He knows how to use Facebook. Wow, that's that's advanced. Next, like, you guys should teach him. Uh, well, like you probably couldn't. I, I know that I couldn't. You should teach him Snapchat. Emma could teach him Snapchat uh, over over Easter. Well, Carter could teach him Snapchat, but who would he follow? His kids wouldn't want. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so I met my I met my parents, and there's always a TV to fix. Or a, my mom has constant problems with her iMac, and I'm I don't think that it's actually problems with the iMac. I think it's just like I don't know. It's just like weird things all the time and then like i go and i push the power button on the keyboard and i like push shift and then it starts working (laughs) you know it's just like i don't know i can't explain it so she wants me to help her move pictures onto a a external hard drive that she has she got this pretty nice uh two terabyte external hard drive and last time i was up up there uh i formatted it for her for xfat because it was formatted in um like the windows file format whatever so you ever plugged in a windows disk into mac and then when you want to go through the folders you like you open a folder and it opens a new window with that folder and then you open the next folder and it opens a new window with that folder like you can't you can't like use a single finder window to go through it opens a new finder window for every single folder deep that you go into no i haven't seen that it's awful it's like the worst and so my mom's got like hundreds of gigabytes of photos and she's doing this like one finder window at a time trying to navigate through all these folders. So last time I was there, I moved all the photos to the Mac, reformatted the drive to XFAT, moved all the photos back. Now everything's good. You can use it. Plenty of extra space. So this time she says, can you help me move my photos to that drive? I'm like, well, I haven't been here in a while, but I think that's exactly what I did last time. Um and I don't know of a way, maybe you know, I don't know of a way to like keep an external drive in sync with photos. Because, you know, photos, like, they try to make it easy, and what they actually do is make it really hard because they make it, like, impossible to find the original photos, and you have to, like, export them and all this stuff. So, like, I actually don't even know how to do that with photos. I'm not even going to begin to try and... I don't even want to try and figure it out. It sounds awful. Right, so I start Googling, and, like everything that everybody says is just do time machine. And I'm like, well, that's not really, that doesn't help me like get my photos, right? That's a nice backup. But if I want to like take my photos to target, that's not going to help. Um, so then I was like, Hmm, what would a smart person do in this situation? I should ask my mom what the whole point of this external hard drive is. Is it to move the photos somewhere else? Or is it just simply to back up the photos and turns out it's just to back up the photos. So perfect. 
I take all the stuff that I put on there last time, <laughs> move it back onto the iMac, erase the drive, set it up as a time machine, and we're good to go. Well, now I think, so she's got this backup, and that's great, uh, but it's kind of sitting, like, literally tied to the iMac three feet away from it. So if she loses the iMac, what are the odds that she doesn't lose that drive at the same time? Right? Not, like... It's pretty good that they're both going to go out at the same time. So I think, well, I listen to a lot of podcasts. What is, what's the remedy for this? And I thought, you know, I've been meaning to sign up for, for Backblaze myself. Maybe I should sign up Backblaze for her, get it going. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did. That's really kind of where this whole thing is going is I signed my mom up for Backblaze. I paid the $50 uh, a year to do it. Her computer will be backed up in 131 days. <laughs> she has like uh, 300 gigabytes of stuff, mostly photos and videos, and they are on like the world's slowest internet connection. <laughs> so I got it started and it's like, you know, we will back up 0.5 gigs per day. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so anyways, it's chugging along. Do they have a capacity on their internet? Like, are you going to go over that? Um, I thought about that. I'm not sure. I think at um, at how slow it is, I don't think that they're going to reach the capacity. When I signed myself up for it, I was actually a little bit concerned that I was going to reach the capacity. Um, but it turns out I don't have that much stuff on my Mac because um, I store a lot of stuff in Dropbox that I don't sync to my Mac, like all my photos. Um, so... When I set up Backblaze, it actually took about three days to, to do, which was a lot faster than I thought. Um, it was interesting because I had like 80 gigs or something on my computer that was going to back up and like 700,000 files because I have a lot of like, um, I have a lot of like JavaScript repositories. So there's like thousands and thousands of really tiny files. It's just how, how it works these days. Um, so... I had like 80 gigs, 700,000 files, and I checked uh, ne the next day or the day after that, and I had 50 gigs left and 432 files left. So I can see you doing the math, but <laughs> I had like basically 700,000 files were like 30 gigs, and the rest of it was 400 files. <laughs> pictures and videos and and all that stuff i guess that stuff takes up a lot of room especially with you know cameras the way that they are today so right so it's fifty dollars per year per mac fifty dollars per year per computer yes and you can actually do um i didn't know this but it, it looks like you can actually do external drives hooked up to your computer as well so you know marco says that he's got like 10 terabytes stored uh in backblaze that must be what he's doing is he must have a an external hard drive that he hooks up to the Mac and, and syncs that because I could see her, I could see my mom's, uh, newly minted, um, uh, what do you call it? The time machine. I could see that as an option to sync, but obviously like I'm not going to sync the time machine. That would be kind of like a waste of time. So I have a time machine too. It's a wireless one. Um, so I have a local time machine backup and then I have now I have backblaze. Um, hopefully I never have to use it, but it is actually, I do feel really, um, like a lot of peace of mind and for $50 a year, 
I feel like it's worth it for me to pay that for me. And then it's worth it for me to pay that for that for my mom, because she's the one that's got all the memories on her computer, all my sister's hockey and everything else and weddings and everything. And, um, if she lost 300 gigs of pictures because something happened to that computer or whatever, uh, that'd be pretty devastating. So I feel actually just like the $50 a year for her to have that there is, um, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty proud that I actually thought of that. <laughs> and that uh i was able to do it so hopefully before something bad happens at that computer at least most of it's backed up there with their slow internet so fifty dollars it's yeah it's good value for backing up everything sure but let's say right now lightning struck your house you weren't backed up to backblaze fried your hard drive Cause that's the thing that happens. Yep. What would you lose? So I probably wouldn't lose anything because I store almost everything in Dropbox. Like almost everything of any significance is in Dropbox. Yeah. The, the, the concern that I have is I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to have like all my stuff just in like one place. Well, I don't have all my stuff in some place in one place. Some of it's an iCloud drive. Some of it's in Google drive. Some of it's in Dropbox. I diversify. <laughs> some of it. Yeah. Some of it, some of it's here, some of it, but that one thing that's really important, whatever it is, you don't know what it is right now. Um, I don't know, $50 a year. So I pay a hundred dollars a year for Dropbox. I get one terabyte and Dropbox is different. Like I wouldn't, you know, the two services are totally different. Um, they serve some of the same purpose, but as far as like daily use, like Backblaze is an insurance policy. Dropbox is something that I use all the time and it's a convenience factor. Now that I have Backblaze, I'm actually thinking about pulling some things out of Dropbox because I don't like the fact that they're constantly synced. So I put all my source code in Dropbox right now. The reason why I do that is because I used to work on two different computers. I used to work on my MacBook and my uh, Mac Mini. And so when I'd switch from one to the other, it was really cool because Dropbox would just sync it and I would just be like right where I left off. So I wouldn't have to like sync Git repositories or anything like that. Um, and there were some people that were like, don't do that. That's a really bad idea. But actually you just like check one setting in, in Mac OS and everything works just fine. I've only had one problem ever um, where I thought I was going to die because Dropbox, <laughs> I had like 10,000 conflict files <laughs> in my repository, but I was able to like, back out of it and everything was fine. Um, but I'm thinking that I want to move all that stuff away from Dropbox just because it is kind of annoying when I'm trying to like look through files and commit things and Dropbox is constantly syncing and like flashing my UI and it's just, there's some goofy stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. I just, so, I mean, photos, right? It used to be photos and music. Now it's photos. Like that's the thing that people are afraid to leave, to lose. Yep. And my photos are all synced to Google Photos anyway. So I just, yeah, it's only $50 a year. Only $50 a year. But, you know, that adds up. And I don't know, like, what I'm getting. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's insurance policy. <laughs> I mean, that's, I pay a lot more for other insurance that I'll probably never use. Um, my, my philosophy on computers and phones is 
I want to be able to walk on the dock, throw my laptop into the lake, walk back inside, crack open a new box, open the laptop, and just point it at all my services and say, go find my stuff. And I can basically do that today with Dropbox. Exactly. Um, and, you know, maybe I won't keep... Maybe I won't keep Backblaze, but... Uh, no, um, of course you're going to keep it. Just like you keep Xbox Live. It's just going to be in perpetuity. You're not even going to realize you're paying for it until after you paid for it. And you'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll remember to check that again next year. Well, technically, I'm on a 14-day free trial, but I did pay right away for my mom because... Well, that, uh, that makes sense. For her, it makes sense for sure. Um, you know, I guess I could have signed her up for a terabyte of Dropbox, but I don't necessarily want... like. The thing about Dropbox is that the whole idea is that you have the same files on different computers, right? Like I use Dropbox, I have one folder and it's all my photos that are not synced to my computer. So my phone automatically uploads my photos to Dropbox and I don't sync that back to my computer because I don't have enough hard drive space for them. Believe it or not. <laughs> Get a bigger hard drive. Well, I could, but it's just like I don't need all those photos on on every single one of my computers, right? right? So I just don't sync that folder. Well, that's um, why I don't use Dropbox for for photos. Yeah, exactly, because you don't need them on every single computer. But that's, you know, so I, I don't want to make her... Plus, it's cheaper than Dropbox. So I don't want well, it on every one of her computers, and it's cheaper, so... And you have to play less IT guy, which it perfectly... Yeah. Like, absolutely, makes sense for her. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't make sense for me. This is a terrible ad. Well, I do hate insurance. <laughs> is that the end of that? Are we done? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm easily. Um, I I mean, I think. Yeah, I think. No, you're right. no, you can't. You can't go back. No, no, I'm not. I'm just. We finished I'm just topic. About it. Don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Well, I'm just saying, like, just a, like a cost justification. Or an ROI on it, you probably would reject it. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something I'm not thinking of. Yeah, I mean the flickering GUI thing is like probably not worth fifty dollars a year. <laughs> like I just I don't even think I need like I don't have a time machine either. Because well, it's just it's just built into my my wireless router. Yeah, so I mean like like it's not like I'm not willing to throw away some money, but. I really, I really don't understand. People are so paranoid about backing their stuff up. Like I hear about people talking about it all the time, and I think Backblaze is great because you can go and grab something remotely if you don't have it. And maybe my lifestyle just doesn't need that. But uh, I just like you need on-site insurance and you need off-site insurance. And it's like, no, just you know, use the cloud. That's what the cloud. I mean, that's the future of computing, basically. Like these services are going to go away because you're not storing anything locally. See how many days I have left in my Backblaze trial. <laughs> there is like this whole thing about how much data, I mean, how much are we willing to just like give our data to people too? And I mean, you have to trust like that they actually do what they say that they do. Right. But well, yeah, that's true. That is the other side of the coin but I mean I think that's just like it's a foregone conclusion at this point yeah you're just gonna get, you mean it's a foregone conclusion you're just gonna give all your data to everybody anyways right like how long can you fight that battle 
before there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's like the Second Amendment. You can have as many guns as you want. You're not protecting yourself from the government. You're just not. Yeah, because they, they have the Moab. Right. They have massive ordnance aerial bombs. Mother of all bombs. Right, but that's a colloquialism. <laughs> I have 12 days left. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to decide in the next 10 days if I'm going to delete my own computer from my own Backblaze account. <laughs> I'm just now going through all of my... I'm trying to figure out where... I'm only using like 200 gigs on my iMac, and I don't even know where I'm using it. Have, uh, movies, is it movies? The movies, I might just delete them right now. Nope, I did that already. 8K. It must be, oh, it's my pictures folder, which I don't even know what's in there. I'm only using 6%, 6.4% of my Dropbox space. Oh, no, I see. I'm using 43 gigs on music. Oh, there you go. That's not going to last. I'm going to delete those. <laughs> and let's see on my photo, my pictures, three gigs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I bet I can get down to under 100 gigs used by next show. Well, how, no, how much do you have applications. Used how much do you have used right now? Like 180? Something like that. Is there a jet flying over? Yeah. So when are you going to buy your new keyboard? I have it right here. <laughs> and a new Magic Mouse. <laughs> is, that the, is that the after show? <laughs> That's the after show. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, actually. It's really nice. Um, the keys are quite a bit different. They're... They're more MacBook adorable type keys, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's what they are. I like them. I don't know. The uh, it's really uh, it's really a lot more thin than uh, than this one. Like it doesn't stand up as much, so there's not as much of an angle on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So it took like uh, a couple minutes to get used to, but. <laughs> Huh. The mouse is exactly the same, except for it doesn't have batteries. How much so did I, the mouse cost? Uh, eighty bucks. And yeah, how much I does spent the keyboard cost ninety nine bucks. I spent two hundred bucks at Best Buy. You went to Best Buy? Well, yeah. I, just, I mean, I like I wanted them. What about the experience? Uh yeah. I don't you know. I just you say I wanted them, to... like, <laughs> like the extra. Ten minutes in the car was gonna kill you. Well, no, we were like out somewhere. Oh no, we were like on our way to dinner or something. And <laughs> on your way to dinner, you yeah. were like, "Wait, I just gotta stop and make an impulse purchase that I'll then bring with me to dinner." No, it wasn't. An, it wasn't an impulse purchase. I mean, I decided earlier that day. <laughs> uh, well, Ridgedale is kind of a long ways away from me, so 
We went to uh, the bank, and then we went to Best Buy. To get buy. money to buy your Apple goods. Yeah. No, actually, I do have kind of a funny bank story. <laughs> so, so, I took out a loan at uh, Credit Union here to get um, our Q5. And uh, <laughs> so I, t- I took out, yeah, so I took out this loan, and I don't have any other accounts there. I used to have a business account there, but I don't. Uh, anymore so I open up the savings account and you need like a five dollars in your savings account to open an account at a credit union that's just how it works so I think like eventually I'd like to move more money from Wells Fargo into this credit union but I just haven't gotten around to it yet so I have this loan and my payment is like two hundred and sixty dollars a month or something like that and so I I wrote a check for a thousand dollars and put it in the account and I got a better rate if I did like auto pay so I was like, yeah, I just set up auto pay. It'll be fine. Like, I'll at some point, like I'll remember to auto deposit from Wells Fargo into this account. <laughs> so, uh, on our way to Best Buy, I was like, you know, I think that bank account's probably only got like about one month left. So I better go like get an automatic withdrawal from West Fargo, Wells Fargo to be put in there. So I go in there, go up to the counter, <laughs> and uh, teller's like, do you have your uh, you have your member number? Because that's always what they ask you at the credit union. Like, no, of course I don't have my member number. Uh, here's my ID. She pulls up my account. And I always feel like like I always feel like bank tellers are judging you. Like, they pull up your account. They see how much money you have. And they're like, okay. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just how I feel when I, whenever I go to any bank. But I go to this bank. And I'm, I'm like, what's the, uh, what's the balance in there? And she goes, oh, it's uh, $220. And I'm like, uh, okay, thanks. And uh, so she's going to set me up with this banker. So I sit down with the banker, and <laughs> he goes, so are you going to be taking care of the delinquency today as well? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, what's that, delinquency? And he's like, yeah, well, uh, you, didn't, you didn't have enough money in your account to make your last payment. <laughs> so, so you have $220 in this account, and you're $280 short. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take care of that too, and I want to set up automatic payments and like whatever. So they're asking me all these questions like about my accounts, and I'm like, I have no idea. Like, what's your number? Don't know. How much money's in there? No idea. <laughs> Do you know you're late in your account? Not a clue. <laughs> so, so I set up this thing. I'm all set. We leave. Oh, and no, when, when we're there, uh, I'm so I'm there with my wife and daughter. And Ooh, I hope we're not hungry. No, not not quite, not yet, because we still have to go to Best Buy. <laughs> so this guy he like they have like these deals going on and he kind of looks at my daughter and he goes you know you could set up a savings account for her and i'm like oh yeah well i mean she's got one but yeah i guess i could set one up for here because i do want to move some money over here whatever and he goes and if you sign up now if you deposit ten dollars we'll put an additional ten dollars in there for you and i was like "Ooh, ten dollars but at the same time i'm the guy who's late on my account only has two hundred dollars in this bank I'm like, oh man. And then as I'm also there, I'm asking him for home equity loans because I'm going to redo my basement. So, oh yeah, could I borrow another 80 grand from you while I'm here? here? And the reason why you want to leave Wells Fargo is because they want to set more accounts up for you. No, not well, yeah, kind of. Essentially. When you boil it down to, they they want to set more accounts up for you. And you're just looking to set accounts up. So I think that's a match made in heaven. I just really like the idea of a not-for-profit bank, uh, even if 
I'm going to get very small dividends. I just like the idea of it. And I do think their rates are a little bit better. Um, I don't know. That's probably a different topic for a different show. And then you went to Best Buy. Well, yeah. So, so, so we go to Best Buy and we're kind of joking in the car on the way over to Best Buy. And, you know, it's just like around the hotel there. So it's just like a real short drive. So we're just talking about, um, it's like kind of sad. Those people think that like we only have $220 to our name probably. (laughs) Um, so we go to Best Buy. (laughs) I spend $200 immediately at Best Buy, like within three minutes of walking in the store, I spent $200 and I'm like, well, we got $20 left. Let's go to Applebee's. <laughs> and so we went to Applebee's for dinner and spent $40. So now we're trying to make up that $20 somewhere. <laughs> that was my fun bank, Best Buy, Applebee's story. It was like a real, real night out in the suburbs. First world problems. 